Kia ora and welcome. I'm Boris Lamont and you are listening to the New Zealand Wine Podcast. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we're speaking with Candice Chow. Candice lives in Queenstown in the South Island of New Zealand and she's been involved in hospitality and fine food and wine for a number of years and more recently she's taken over the Raymond Chan Wine Review website. So right now let's go have a chat with Candice. So hi Candice. Hi Boris. Welcome to the New Zealand Wine Podcast. Lovely to have you on. Thanks for having me. And I understand at the moment you're in Queenstown. In Central Otago, right. New Zealand. Yep, very good. Barabase. I understand that's sort of a bit of bit of away from where you uh, you first started out your your life. So, where did your wine journey start, and what was what was some of the um, some of the background background to that? Yeah, so I'm from Hong Kong. I grew up in Hong Kong, and I worked in Hong Kong for. Ever since, like, I finished high school and um, mostly, like, places that with good food draw me to work to work in those places. I've worked in some really luxury hotels, three Michelin stars restaurants, and that's where I start my wine journey because I had um, a very, very good sommeliers, colleagues that they were there from France to open a flagship hotel in Hong Kong. Um, That's where I was exposed to this kind of luxury and ideas and interesting. That's just really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, What what got you into hospitality in the first place? Is it, did something just uh, appear about that industry to you or? Hospitality is huge in Hong Kong. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like in, in New Zealand, sort of people are not quite a thing that is a career. Mm-hmm. But in Hong Kong, like, people like go to Switzerland to study in the best school to be working in hospitality. So, yeah, it's sort of like a thing that like, because we all enjoy food very much. And I guess that's, that's sort of why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lots of... You know, lots of different um, flavours in the cuisine there as well, yeah, and lots of influences. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the arts of how you serve and, you know, all those little tricks and what you do with serving truffle in front of people, you know. Right, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the whole art of it. Yeah. So then I, I was um, in Hong Kong for like, until when I was maybe like 25-ish, then I started going on um, a working holiday. So um, the first place I went to was Margaret River. I just wanted to be in a, in a wine region. Uh, so I ended up um, traveling around Australia for two years. Uh, didn't do that many hospitality or grape picking jobs because it was quite hard as um is is yeah it was quite hard to be an asian to um get those jobs that like people just want you to be a backpacker really um so like i did a lot of farm work but it was it was amazing i really love it it was uh, i just got hooked at like you don't you don't have to report to anyone that was like you know the the sort of standard is different you don't have to look 
every day with makeup and well yeah. dressed yeah. in a five hour hotel. So like, yeah. I was loving that. So what um, what sort of what sort of farm work? Like all sorts or still around? Yeah, uh, all sorts. Or, all sorts. Yeah. I've picked I've picked tomato in Western Australia. Yeah. Uh, I've packed mango up in North and Darwin. Picked grapes in South Australia. Went to Tasmania. Picked strawberries and cherries. Um. Yeah. And then it's sort of like that. That two years was passed, and um, I met my uh, husband uh, in Australia. So we just both didn't want to go home. So we came. Well, we just sort of like. I thought like there's a visa open in New Zealand. That's why we came to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but quickly that we settled in Queenstown pretty soon. Okay, okay. Uh, you sort of went went pretty much straight down to Central Otago to when you came to New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, we were in South Island for like three weeks. Yeah, uh, went up to like Kaikoura, Marlborough, and then come down to Queenstown. Mm-hmm. That that was pretty much it, and then we were just. <laughs> Looking at, I remember I was at Crown Range, the tour bus stop, and then I was looking at this place uh, from Crown Range. It's like, oh, that looks like pretty cool. And then once we got to town, I was like, oh, we could stay here for for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you and just started because I know that they the the wineries are closed, and yeah. you know, it's sort of like a tourist town that everyone is from everywhere. You don't feel like an alien. Yeah. So that um, that yeah, that's quite a long way. That's right. That's right. But it's the sort of place down in that part of the country that once you get there, it's there's a lot of good reasons not to leave or go anywhere else. That's right. Yeah. So I found a hospitality job here, and then and then to show my tray and sort of just so close to the wineries, we always get like famille invite. Uh, out to wineries to experience, to taste, and right, okay, you know, so to what, learn. What restaurants did you did you start working with? Um, the first place I was working at um, Icarts. Mm-hmm. You know, the boutique hotel, like way on the ro- waterfront. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I literally look for the most expensive hotels that is walking distance to apply for a job. <laughs> Yeah, nice, nice. They're probably uh, they're probably really keen to have someone with your your experience. I would expect. Yeah, back in the days that it was ten years ago, it's quite a different scene. Actually, mm, right. it's so much more quieter. But yeah, it was still yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's sort of from there on, and um, having. Uh, a lot of wine trips and yeah, just visiting wineries and tastings all the times. And I did my WSET level three then. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that was the time, sort of that exposure to to you know lots of wineries in Central Otago and being down in Queenstown. Yeah, that gives you more that, confidence. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of helped you decide that wine was where you wanted to focus a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's quite a different way in Hong Kong. I think if I didn't leave that, I would still be working with wine in Hong Kong. But it's quite a different scene. Because every time that you need to see a winery or to have a visit, that you have to go overseas. Saying that, though, there were a lot of huge expos in Hong Kong that okay yeah lots of really big wineries. And like they, they would just come over to train to to show you their prestige wine yeah so yep. i think i think that's 
yeah, either way, I'll still be working with wine. Yeah, yeah, but quite different to having it on your doorstep and um, yeah, being able to go to because the experience of being on a winery just adds a lot, doesn't it, to your understanding and appreciation of the of the wine itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go to yeah, when you go to you got all that context. That's why, yeah. Seeing seeing a vineyard is not quite the same as reading because you really you really sense the place like how hot it is and is it where up in the mountain or like on a slope or on on the flat and you know do you get some breeze or you know yeah. that or the factors. That yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, how steep it is and, you know, how close it is to other things, where the river might be flowing, all that sort of stuff. Just um, you don't quite get from from reading or just seeing pictures. Yeah. Ah, okay, very good. And so you did your um, did your studies? Yes, I've always done some studies in Hong Kong. Uh, they were just different providers but the WSET um, Wine and Spirit Education Fund that is based in the UK which I did here what is more well recognized mm-hmm. um, so I did level one two three in New Zealand okay and did you do them yeah, and, back, I, and back, I am doing the diploma as well right <clears throat> yeah so I just have one more um exam well well, yeah one more unit to finish but um because last year well there's only one date for the exam a year Mm -hmm. so last october was disturbed by um the lockdown yeah so i have to wait until this year so yeah that is yeah it's such a long time to wait for another exam like that's totally two years time now yeah no that's right did you do your studies sort of all consecutively or take a bit of time Um, to go through it I think it was it wasn't like the one two three was pretty much right after one another I can't really remember Mm-hmm. No, one and two was earlier on. Three was maybe like 2017. Mm-hmm. And then um, started <laughs> the diploma in 18. And you enjoyed that? Yeah. You enjoyed the, the study of it? Yes, I did until, until you know, like sometimes things are too much. Because like studying the, the level three was much easier because you, when you work in the environment, like what you know, it's sort of pretty enough, pretty much enough for me to to just do the course without too much studying. But diploma is quite a different one because you have to write a lot of essay in depth, like long answers. So that <laughs> that was the thing that, you know, after so long that you left school, you haven't even been writing, handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> so so that was quite a tricky part to to just to just focus on how they want you to give them the information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's that's quite different. And um yeah, so once once the pandemic hit, you know, when everyone is thinking like, do you even still have a job? And then, you know, the study part wasn't as important anymore and you can't prioritize it anymore Mm, mm. yeah so that that's the tricky one but other than that i do i do like to um learn about wine all the time 
Yeah, and there's always this continual learning, isn't it? Because uh, every yeah. every year and every region is different. So that's right. Mm, mm. And every time you learn something, it's like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The more you know, the more you don't. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Which is great, isn't it? Because it's uh, yeah has, has that that depth to it that you can keep being surprised by things and discovering new things, which is uh, that's right. Which is fantastic. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, so you've just got the one exam to go and you've been doing some other stuff as well, haven't you, at the same time as your, as your studies? Yeah, that was the pandemic happened. And then I started doing um, Raymond Chen wine reviews in May 2020. Yeah. 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 So it's been almost almost two years. Yeah. And how did, how did that come about with... Um, with the Raymond Chan wine reviews, it was just something crazy. Because like, I didn't even think that like I I could be a wine writer or I would be doing this thing. But after I left uh, my last hospitality job, that I started wine consulting on my own, mm-hmm. and I just sort of going to you know visit vineyards and talk to people and sort of see where uh, other than doing consulting and like uh, just seeing where opportunities are just went to Martinborough and where Raymond is based and then I was just having a couple of dinners and uh, talking to a couple of dinners and say that well I I just really miss the reviews on the website because I use it so much and um, it's such a shame that it's just left there now that it's gone mm. they encouraged me to um, maybe you can do it and I was like maybe I can do it <laughs> Yeah. Then I just have a think. It's like, well, can I? <laughs> I'm not sure. Can I? Uh, actually, yeah. Why not? And um, and then they connect me, Raymond's partner Sue Davies, and it took quite a long time to communicate to her because she was still grieving for a bit, very much actually. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so one day she was ready during our lockdown, uh, the first lockdown in 2020. And um, she just say, yes, you can do it. And um, she just then we just we just start there, and then I build a new website and transfer all the information over, so it's easier to use because the old website was a very very ancient one, uh, which doesn't work with, you know, it's just it just need updating. Yeah, it doesn't work on mobile phones, and you know, it's very hard searching and stuff. So yeah, it's just sort of started from there, and it's been it's been really well received. It was a lot of encouragement from um, the wineries, and they keep sending me wines, and they use my reviews, and they really liked it. So yeah, it has been great. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. And it's you know just sort of going back to the uh, you know the confidence thing. I mean, it sounds like you know you had to sort of. You know, feel the feel the confidence you, yourself, or be confident yeah. enough in yourself to to be able to do it. Which is, you know, which is a which is always a tricky thing anyway. Just going out and doing something yourself, but also yes. you know, picking up on Raymond's you know legacy, if you like, that's another dimension to to mm. taking that step right and, and and having the confidence to step out and and do that. Yeah, and yeah, it is it is quite a hard thing to to tell yourself that you know you can't actually compare Mm. I know Mm. how 
oh yeah, I know the way that he does it, and that's the way that I like, and I try to do it the same way. But then I, I have other strength as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I do more social media stuff, and sort of like actually, a lot of people didn't know about Raymond Chen, and now they do. Mm-hmm. Maybe to the younger. Generations, so yeah, that's that the the confidence that I really need to figure out, and I sort of over the last two years, I've learned so much to just yeah. sort of you just have to do it, yeah, and then see what it does. Otherwise, you will never know. No, and you do have to do it your way, right? You can't, you can't, yeah. Um, you know, you can sort of adapt on and build on, but as you've said, ultimately it has to be has to be you and what's comfortable for you, and it has to be your voice speaking that mm. that is uh, going to be good for you and also re- I think ultimately resonate with other people is if it's coming from that's right yeah your your place oh very good very good so that's been um your, your building I suppose has it over since you sort of took started taking that up sort of what you've been doing the number of COVID obviously the events and things are um a little bit strange, yeah. but the number of wines you've been reviewing and has that just steadily grown? Um, yes, please. it is quite steady. I think it's different time of the years. Yes, you know, like spring release that is is the is the busiest time. You know, December, January, people are away or you know they won't be needing that, and um, then then that's sort of requires a time. Mm. But like harvest time bottling and sort of you know that's another busy time as well right for doing for the review. Review. yep sure and i mean it must be quite enjoyable doing the uh doing the reviews and seeing what what's coming out and how things have changed yeah the, yeah of course like uh sometimes it's really exciting that i like all the vintage release or like something new that come up. The other day that I taste an Alberino of um, Terrace Edge from North mm-hmm. Canterbury, that mm-hmm. was pretty exciting. Well, Alberino is definitely growing, isn't it, as a varietal in New Zealand? And... Yes, I think I think more people need to plant it, really. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. Uh, the quality is generally very good already. Yes, uh, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah quite, there, there are quite a few in Hawke's Bay as well. Mm-hmm. And then Pegasus Bay, like they would once in a while send some 10 years age release. So uh, a few weeks ago that I got some 2012 age uh-huh. release of Riesling and Pinot and Prima Donna, which they are just it's such a germ to taste. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's very wow. exciting. That would be I think it's nice also that we're getting a few more wineries that have got the maturity to be able to yeah. hold back and, and not, you know, just have to sell as an economic imperative, which is, you know, understandably for wineries when they're young and starting out, you don't yeah, have the luxury of being able to hold your stock back. But um, I think, yeah, it's nice that some of the more established wineries are able to do that now. Yeah, it's de- definitely a um, luxury. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, so we Alberino. Anything else you're seeing happening um, in the New Zealand space that's interesting? There are a lot of good Chardonnays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from everywhere. Okay, Chardonnays. Yeah, I I I really like Chardonnays in this country. 
Mm-hmm. And I think like they finding the food. I think at first, like ten years ago, when I first tasted a lot of winemakers and trying to um, make really big style, because people sort of like go for the like which one is the okay one when you're in in the restaurant. Like which one is the okay one? I'll have the okay one. Yeah. But they found a way that actually like New Zealand Chardonnay that doesn't really need that much oak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not that style that you need to go for like it, it's more just showing itself with a little bit of to make it more complex yeah there are so many exciting chardonnays in this country now i think okay and you and you you've said from from all regions as well yeah yeah mm-hmm. everywhere like central there are quite a few more now marlborough marlborough is very exciting with chardonnay like a lot more experiment that's sort of like the, the bigger style, they really like the struck match there. And Hawks Bay, Hawks Bay, there are so many different styles, um, which which is a lot of them, like all of them are really good. Yeah, I think, yeah, they, they just do so well with a coastal influence there. Right, yeah. So you can recognise the different regions? Yeah, um, it's, it's getting harder because a lot of, you know why making decision so when you taste it blind that it's it's hard to pick but sometimes that when you when you just look at it quietly that you can see the little differences mm-hmm. that they have um yeah. like a marlborough marlborough is a bit more grapefruity character that also it could be in hogs bay but hogs bay a lot of times that it feels mm, slightly fatter and rounder on the palate mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um and central that you really feel the acidity that is that is you know they they balance acidity but you really feel that like oh actually this one is um quite different and leaner in a way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so just little subtle things about them yeah nice and what's on the horizon for you I think at time of recording this which is uh, mid March you've got the virtual festival ripe coming up on this saturday so yeah. we're doing a virtual tastings with seven different wineries two wines each and a consumer can just go on the website to buy the wine they can join us to to virtual tasting on saturday or like it'll be recorded they can watch it back later as well that that would be yeah it's quite an interesting time that we need to find different ways to connect it is a shame that like we can't go to the festival in person because the last year one was like really one of one of the best wine festival that yeah. I've been to in New I, Zealand. Like it's such a good location. Uh, you were there. As well. I was there. I was. Yeah, and no, that's a lovely location. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. It's a yeah, it's a great spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's it's so nice. a, a pity, but I'm sure they'll be back for for next year. Yeah. We hope. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll do that on Saturday. That's Saturday at two o'clock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're looking, you're looking forward to getting into some more sort of live tastings because you were doing that previously around the country, weren't you? Going and doing. Um... Yes. Yeah. So I've stopped my tastings around the country because of the search of the COVID. It was sort of kind of hard, you know. There, there's a lot of cancellations and. Mm you know, uncertainties. So it's better to not stress about it. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah. to wait until later, but to do this kind of tastings, that is quite a lot of work.、Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to do a, a profitable one, you know, like like overseas, a lot of people like bottle them in little bottle size and send it out. But that's that's sort of like another layer of regulations and things、mm. that like I not actually what I'm doing. I just、mm. want to do. The tasting, like a class, yeah. yeah, and in person, yeah, it's just it's just a lot more different type of work that involve regulations that it doesn't really work,、mm. so, which is not that like I that's why I can't run it myself with the virtual tastings. Yeah, yeah. And are you still doing some wine list work for anyone? Yes,、uh, just a couple in town, but you know, like yes, still doing it, but it's not like constantly doing it because、mm. town has been quiet. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're、yeah. still waiting for tourists. Yeah, <laughs> soon, yeah. hopefully soon. Hey,、um, we finish on the question: If you could have any glass of wine with anyone, anywhere,、yeah. and at any time, who and where? And when and what would that be? I would definitely choose to have a glass with Raymond.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I have heard a lot about him, and a lot of people know that because we have Chinese last name. That like people think that we're related, but we're not. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I've actually never met him, unfortunately.、Uh, I've heard a lot about him. Like I said, I used to be just a fan and just using the website a lot, and that's how I know about him. But he doesn't know me, so yeah, I would like to meet him and introduce to him and just sort of get a confirmation to see like if he's happy with my work,、yeah. <laughs> continuing his legacy. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. And what、um, what wine would you like to share with Raymond? That would be hard to pick one. Yeah, I think I think I'll I'll have to.、Um, We'll we'll have a degustation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go go through the round. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Very good. Hey, thanks, Candice. Appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, very good. And、um, yeah, we'll、um, look forward to seeing the、uh, reviews coming out over the next、uh, wee while, and we'll keep an eye out for when. You're able to start doing events again. Yeah, great. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Thanks, Candice. Cheers. We've been speaking with Candice Chow, who runs the Raymond Chan Wine Reviews website. You can find that Raymond Chan Wine Reviews or one word co nz r a y m o n d c h a n wine reviews co nz.、Uh, you can find the whole library of. Raymond's previous reviews there, as well as the more recent contributions by Candice. And if you'd like to listen to some more podcasts, you can find us on podcast.nz, where there's some more stories from people involved in the wine industry here in New Zealand, and some other great podcasts with New Zealand content. And you can find NZ Wine Podcasts on Instagram. Thanks to Bazibu.com. Let's get your business started for sponsoring this episode, and we look forward to your company again. Very shortly. Hey, Koromai. Bye for now.